0: You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to the Are You Screening Podcast. I'm your host, are own Mark Eastman. And with me as always is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, it's a weird uh, week this week. And as I have been saying for the last couple of weeks, um, well, first of all, apart from Shang-Chi, we're now at the point where yeah. nothing else is coming out. Yeah. Uh, this week we got free guy. Uh, Reminiscence is out and also on HBO Max uh, at the same time, so it is out in theaters, uh, but it's also uh, available. And uh, we did not get to Annette, right. which uh, is a you know I don't know. It's the uh, darling of festivals and yeah, everyone makes thinks me it's suspect. awesome. I don't know. Everyone yeah. in everyone at Con loved it. And it's Adam Driver, and he's supposed to be. Uh, he's supposedly brilliant in it, and uh, I've seen part of it, and he actually is. I mean, yeah, he's, okay. he's good.
1: Adam Driver is good. Yeah. Like Adam uh, when
0: he's not trying to be Darth Vader or right. whatever, I mean, he's actually pretty good. Right. Uh, but he's good in a lot of stuff. But it was uh, <laughs> kind of funny to see that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, Adam Driver. And then... I swear to God, like the next eight trailers I saw, Adam Driver's in. Like, really? he's, yeah, <laughs> he's, right. he's, he's in out. like, yeah, that's funny. you know, don't go to his IMDb page or you'll crash <laughs> your computer. It's like he's in everything that's coming out. Anyway, uh, so th- that will be coming. But uh, so we've got those two movies. But uh, as I have been saying the last couple of weeks, um, we are entering like kind of a lull and like, sure, there's a. Uh, Shang Chi is coming out, so that's like a big deal. But then it's going to kind of really quiet down through Halloween. Right. There are a bunch of, to one degree or another, goofy horror movies coming out, either on theaters in in theaters or streaming on various things or whatever. Um, But if you try to look for the movies that are coming up, uh, there there's not a lot until you get to like dune and, right and some things like yeah. that um, which it is it is just a weird thing how this is all you know played out over all the shifting of titles and yeah. uh, moving things around and everybody moves everything to the same time and then we got a big hole and uh, do we have a break as we kind of usually do because all the new TV shows come out yeah and you know what it's ended up with is that, uh, you know, you're hard pressed not to see something owned by Disney, yeah. and everyone complaining about Disney and how they release things. Right. And it's like, well, I mean, release something. You yeah. Show us how it's Do done, it. or yeah. what? <laughs> I don't know. But if only
1: you had a platform. It just seems so for, you know,
0: weird yeah. that all I hear about is people complaining. Yeah. That this is what Disney's doing. And, uh, everybody else not actually releasing their movies, you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, so you got Shang-Chi and then, like I said, there's, there's kind of a gap. There is an interesting, uh, spot coming for those, uh, because what is coming out, right. Especially for the rest of the year, uh, which, you know, sort of normal ish, right. Right. Is, is, uh, you got your really big movies are coming out. A ton of stuff is coming out in December, at least so far. Right, um, but then you got to uh, get some of those little openings. You got to have your things you want to come out for awards, right? Because right? we still hope to have those, yeah, <laughs> and and <laughs> have them be meaningful and have enough movies come out. Um, but so there is a movie uh, coming out, and I think it's it's somewhere in like mid October. I mean, uh, mid-September, I think. Now I could be mixing it up with all the other things I was looking at. But it's called The Card Counter. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, Oscar Isaacs in it. Yeah. And it's a Paul Schrader movie. And uh, for a lot of people, if you just read the synopsis real quick, uh, you might roll your eyes because it looks a little goofy, right? Um, It's about like a, a vet who is trying to become a poker playing star yeah, or whatever. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's kind of his gig at this point, but somebody else that he knows from, you know, his days in the military comes and has this like scheme to try and get revenge on like some yeah. Colonel in the right. military. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's this weird story where Oscar Isaac's character, uh, both doesn't want anything to do with that right but also uh sees uh spending time with this person as as some chance to like kind of also redeem himself because if he can if he yeah. can take this person and like you know steer him away from doing this stupid thing that's right. likely to get him killed or at least you know arrested or who know you know whatever yeah. right uh, if he can, like, sort of fix him and keep him from doing that, then that will be good for him or whatever. And then, you know, I don't know, hilarity ensues. Doesn't right. work out. And and all the while, they're going, like, from casino to casino, entering, like, these poker tournaments or whatever. So, which makes for a very strange name because, right. uh, because it's not about blackjack. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's a weird thing. But... uh as much as that sounds weird, I mean it's Paul Schrader and not that he is exactly a person who is uh I don't know for people n- nowadays, I don't know, for like different generations it, his is not a name that maybe makes everyone stand up and holler, but I mean he's uh you know Raging Bull, the Mosquito Coast, American Gigolo,
1: Taxi Driver. Recently
0: and, you know- uh you know first reformed which was awesome Oh yeah right uh, right so uh, i mean he he will do something interesting yeah uh with this right. movie and it's oscar isaac who's uh really cool
1: yeah
0: uh so but anyway i was going to run through some things and i've been meaning to do this for a while um just you know some stuff that is out that you know i don't know is competing for your attention while there are not a lot of movies being released right and uh, you know, once you see Free Guy, then yeah. <laughs> and right. you, you pre-order your tickets for Shang-Chi, as uh, you all will. So there's like uh, Nine Perfect Strangers is out. It's like a few episodes in, a yeah. couple. I don't know, two, three, four, something, uh, I think. Uh, you know, it's really, uh, if you watch enough TV shows ahead of time, it's really hard to keep track of when they actually come out. But... Yeah. Uh, for those who might be interested, man, this is like the most bonkers show ever. But it's yeah. uh, you know based on the book by the author of Big Little Lies, and yeah. uh, and, and you know my own tiny focus group right uh, did not l- love Big Little Lies the book, but it was pretty good. But loved the show, and the show was good. Uh, I, I like oh, was it? Yeah. I, I like I that a few show too. That feel the same way. Um, and so now you move on to this book. Is, is really bonkers. Um, but it's, uh, it's pretty interesting for like three quarters of it. Uh, and then it. And then it gets really kind of messed up and bonkers. And uh, the TV show is just bonkers like right, right out, out of the gate. Out right now. <laughs> and it just gets more bonkers. And the thing that's weird about that is uh, I feel like the TV show is only for people who have not read the book. Right. Because uh, because the book, uh, you know, send me your emails whenever you want or whatever. But the book is really just a bonker story that doesn't go anywhere. It's like a, it's like a story where uh, the, the story of the story, Is just like a goofy excuse to talk about these people and learn all about them and and, you know deal with them, interacting with people and have it's like all character development, no story, right? Which you know sometimes is
1: okay, it works, yeah. Uh,
0: You you know that can be a thing or whatever, but the story is like just goofy and bonkers, right? Uh, And now you take the TV show and it's just all about being bonkers and goofy. They've changed some of the people's backstories. So you're not even going to get like the same,
1: right.
0: whatever you got out of the book whatever, or yeah. whatever. And so it's just like the bonkers happens first. And then people who've read the book are, are going to be like, okay, why am I watching it now? Right. Like, right. I <laughs> like, came for this. Like, and I'm, like I'm not, I'm not get even. It? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, that uh, <laughs> that's out. You've got like, you know, the American horror oh, show yeah. is coming out again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, new season of C. Sea. On uh, Apple TV,
1: yeah,
0: which that is also like a totally bonker show. Um, that's a show where uh, you know the f- part of the first season was kind of okay in the sense that like for the first couple episodes, I liked watching them do yeah. stuff that they were doing or right. whatever. But uh, and I don't know, a lot of people seem to like that show. I guess um, I'm not, you know, I don't have my finger on the pulse of everyone who loves that show or whatever. But but uh and I haven't seen any of the second season. But that that show like pretty quickly it just becomes uh like you have to suspend so much yeah. disbelief. I remember that's what you told me. That you're like going uh man this is like work now. Right. Like right. <laughs> like you- trying to watch that show. It's like uh there's a there's a whole background to that show of uh okay look none of this could happen. Right. None of this like makes any sense right. that we're showing you, right? Yeah. And yet, uh, just play along with us, right. and you're like, right. yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> I remember you telling me it fell off pretty fast. That you, you didn't mind the first episode or two, right? It was kind of neat, but and I think it was maybe five episodes in or six. Cause I know it wasn't that many, and you're like, yeah, I'm done with that. That's just it's just too hard. But I was, I mean, I was flipping through a bunch of stuff, and for some strange reason, though. You know, I know it's not everything that you like and don't like because they would just be like a Jim Jarmusch channel, but <laughs> but I thought I thought you had nailed it because I'd seen a bunch of people say the same thing. I was actually pretty surprised it got picked up for another season.
0: I kind of I kind of you know? was too, but I I feel like Apple is, um, you know, especially at the point where like they renewed that and they got something like they're I think they were more committed to like. We're gonna give virtually anything a couple of seasons. Yeah, right right now, because like when they're just starting, they've only got so much original content, and they're trying to figure out where they're going to be able to be with not original content and all this stuff. They're like, "Look, man, if anybody shows up,
1: the Reese Witherspoon Jennifer Aniston show that you liked, and that I oh yeah, the morning, the morning show, the morning show. I haven't seen anybody really rip on it that didn't want to rip on them." And I felt like that was the benchmark that they needed. But I guess that's not fair because that was so well-liked. Right. You know, so, yeah, I was just surprised when I saw it. Right, yeah, that, that
0: show was great. Um, okay, so uh, then, you know, other things available uh, to watch because uh, we'll let you know what to do with yourselves. Uh, right. Reservation Dogs is really cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, I can't even remember the whole story, but it's like executive produced by... Taika Waititi, yeah. I think. Yeah. But other than that, he might not actually be very involved. Right, I think I, he's... I, I'm not completely sure. But yeah. um, but that's a really good show. It's really funny.
1: I, I, uh, I keep getting Reservoir Dogs in my head every time I see And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what? Mr. White's on the screen?
0: Yeah, um, but that one's funny. And then well, right. you got this Heels show with uh, Stephen Amel. It's like the wrestling show.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That is a weird that looks, show that right? looks
1: like it could be fun no, it's not It's not
0: well, I mean, it kind of is it depends. Uh, I mean that's a show that's it's actually kind of hard to say. Is this show interesting or not? Right. Um, because yeah. you have to have <laughs> you have to have so much information about the person that okay. you're recommending it to, maybe or whatever. Right. I mean, it's a goofy show. It's yeah. a show about like uh wrestling is fake and stupid, right. And here's the background lives of the people who do this fake <laughs> and stupid stuff for a living. Yeah, and yet it's like trying to be for people who don't think wrestling is fake and right. stupid. That's why I thought. And I, it's like, uh, it how that? does that work exactly? <laughs> like,
1: if it can thread that, that'd be great. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't. I don't know. So, um, mm-hmm. Steven Amell
1: is an interesting actor. If it can do that, that's gonna get the Pulitzer. It'll be it, the first TV show ever to get the Pulitzer. I,
0: I mean, if it does it right, it's going to be popular. It would be I guess, crazy, right? Because yeah. wrestling has people tuning in, and right? And they always
1: watch the other shows, like the diva shows. You know, the behind right, right. shows. You know,
0: uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, okay, so The Walking Dead is back. Um, and last. This is it. This is the last season. Or, or this is right. the, we claim this we, is the last season. Who knows what will watch. happen. But it's like, please tune in because yeah. this is the last season. And right. then uh, someone will tune in and they'll go, oh, but wait. Yeah. Um, and, and this is a show, too. Uh, like, I haven't seen really m- much of, like, the latest season, right? Right. But this show is, like, you know, going downhill for me for at least a couple Years. of seasons, yeah. right? <laughs> and, uh, and and it does kind of piss me off because it started out so good, but now na- yeah. but the last like two maybe even three seasons it's like such a fast forwarding watch of a thing. Every three episodes is one episode actually, right. and right. and it's been like that for years. Like yeah. nothing happens in the show uh, on a like season wide basis. Right. More than like you know three or four episodes worth of stuff. It's just we sit there and stare at everybody for right. a long time while nothing is happening. Yeah. And we go, look how brilliant we are. Yeah. And now it's like really gone off the rails. It seems like, anyway. It's like, yeah. I don't know, we need a new enemy. And now it's like, right. okay, I got your new enemy. It's like a whole other yeah. universe has happened that you didn't know about. I don't know. It's it's like crazy. <laughs> but uh, anyway, there's uh, Sweet Girl um, is a movie on Netflix with Jason Momoa yeah. and... It's actually not horrible. It's kind of goofy, and it's it's not good, right? Exactly. Oh yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But it's um, you know, his it's he's out for revenge on the people who killed his wife, but he's got his daughter that he has to protect and have with him. And you know it's it's fairly goofy, but like all things considered, it's actually not that bad. Maybe mm. if you just have really low expectations and go <laughs> and okay. go, and you'll go, oh well, okay, right. it wasn't yeah, as bad day. as I thought. Right. But, but anyway, that's out. Uh, Vivo is an animated movie with uh, Lin Manuel Mandela, yeah. and uh, and it's actually pretty good. It's fun. It's that's a funny. little bit silly, where it's like um, it's. It's a weird, I guess, uh, exact animated genre that it's trying to nail somehow because it's like it's trying to be serious, but it doesn't want, you know, to appear like it's trying to be serious. And yet it's like a kind of corny story and, you know, whatever. And then songs. Right. (laughs) And so so it's like all these things going on. Um, but But it's not bad. And uh, Apple TV also has this uh, movie, Coda, yeah. Children of Deaf Adults, which was also like a big, uh, you know, if you pay attention at all to festivals, was festival, it was, uh, people are all talking about that. Yep. That movie is actually really awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a lot It's, of uh, <clears throat> you know, all follows the story of the girl who can hear with her, you know, children of deaf adults. That's the, the thing.
1: Right. That's what Coda is. And,
0: uh. And it's it's just really cool, all the stuff that they shove into this movie, right? That w- With all of the, uh, what your life is like if you're in this situation, that we can actually cram into one movie and not make it feel like, well, you're just trying to hit right. like a thousand bullet points, Get those buttons, you know, yeah. and, and yet you just, you do it and uh, and, and it's uh, like wonderfully acted. Mm. It's a really cool story. Anyway, okay, and then uh, you got Mr. Corman, a new show with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which is like really—it's oh. um, an interesting show, and he's pretty good. And I haven't watched too much of it, but I watched some of it, and and he's really good. Yeah. I mean, generally, I like him anyway. Right. Uh, he can act, right? Yeah. and uh, and he's doing an, an interesting thing. It is the weirdest, like, depression, anxiety porn show that you've ever seen, (laughs) though. It is a very different show. If you want to just watch something purely because you go, I want to see something that has nothing to do with any of the molds that I've ever seen before or whatever. He's He's a high school teacher, and basically he's just like, you know, it's almost like sort of midlife crisis, like, gone wild or something like it's yeah. just uh you know how much stress and anxiety and he's depressed right.
1: and that sounds great
0: you know not exactly you know happy with his life or whatever but it's just a weird kind of analysis of like let's just look at exactly how screwed up he is or thinks he is right. or whatever right. it, you know and and yet it's kind of funny in you know its own dark way and that one's cool, um so you got Lizzie's story also on apple t v that's actually a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Um, I still don't think it's great really, but it's uh it's a lot better trying to translate something that frankly is kind of a weird thing to try to translate you know it's um y- you know for me, so it's Stephen King, right, yeah. and I think there are. Uh, he's obviously been adapted about as much as anyone <laughs> right. ever has, right? Right. Um, and I I feel like his books, and I've only read actually so many of them because, uh, you know, I don't really read horror. So right. if it's in the horror, it, seriously horror, right. l- like Realm, um, like, you know, something like The Stand, I don't really consider that actually horror anyway. So, like, that's okay. Um, But anyway, I feel like he has kind of two different kinds of books that he writes. And some of them are, uh, you just shouldn't try to adapt it. Yeah. And some of them are, you know, seem like, uh, especially later in life, right? Seem like he's writing them with like (laughs) them being adapted in mind, right? right? He's like uh, specifically avoiding lots of things. But a lot of his books... Are, uh, and, you know, for me, all of the uh, Dark Tower books are like this. Like, I don't think the Dark Tower should be adapted. Right, right. I think you should just leave it alone, right? Because there's so much in, like, the Dark Tower series, especially, that are, you know, just a dude sitting there thinking. It's like, okay, film that. Right. like, <laughs> right. And, like, whatever you film of, you know, the action that happens or whatever you're trying to do, it's like, well, okay, yeah, you can do that, but you're not going to be able to give me all right. the other stuff of reading the right. book anyway. And Lizzie's story to uh, some extent felt like a book like that to me yeah. where it's like, I don't know, but anyway, it's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's a bit like mayor of East town in that it's like, it, even if you understand. don't love it, it's kind of worth it just to watch this yeah. person act, go through their you yeah. know, and, and right. do the thing. Okay. Uh, and, I'm not even going to go into like some of the other stuff that I was going to talk about because we got to get onto the movie. So, Oh, and before we get onto, we're doing free guy and reminiscence and, uh, we'll try not to babble too much, but, uh, you said you had seen pig at this point. So, uh, now I've already said that I love it and it's awesome. I don't know if people have, uh, been tuning in, Right. right. Uh, I saw it, it's a Nicolas Cage movie, he's got a truffle pig, yada yada, and uh, I mean, I think I gave it a 10. You did, you, I y- mean, yeah, yeah.
1: You, well, you came in, anybody that, you know, if you pop in every once in a while, there. I think we have, well, I think there are three kinds of listeners for our show. There's the ones that never listen to us, so there's a lot of those. There's the ones that pop in. Well, then in. there's four. Okay, there's the ones, there's <laughs> the ones. They're the ones that pop in and if they've seen the movie or they plan to see the movie, they want to hear what we thought right. either before or after. Or they're the ones that just listen to us because they're interested in films and we cover all kinds of stuff. For anyone who didn't know, you surprised me months back when you came in and said you saw Cruella and you gave it a 10. And I'm like, no, really? And you're like, no, seriously, 10. And I went, all right. And then I started hearing from other people it, and I just thought in my mind, because again, we were kind of early, the year's spotty anyway for COVID reasons, but I was like, this is pretty early. I can remember this is the only 10 he's given so far. And then a couple of weeks back, you came in and was like, well, Pig is the best film I saw. And I went, better than Cruella? And you paused for a second, and you're like, yeah, different, but yeah. And and I was like, shut up. Like I know what this film is. And in my mind, you see the poster... You you so yeah you did give it a ten and you know I also heard it's not quite a festival darling but I'm hearing from you know you don't you don't always see something like ain't it cool review pig but you'll see like the New Yorker right Um, so stuff like that and the people that are you know looking at films that aren't just Michael Bay transformer kind of things they're all loving pig. So I had that going for it. I still it, swear to God, it, it is. It's it, funny.
0: It's funny that you mentioned the poster, uh, the poster, right? because kills me. because if you just see the poster, you think it's like from the Onion, dude. I'm <laughs> telling
1: you, this this looks like a funny way to capitalize on the John Wick taken kind of franchise films. You've got this incredibly grungy dour, awful looking Nick Cage looking out of a profile and he's looking out of the corner of his eye so he's like looking at you, looking at him and it just says pig and and I've been making jokes before you know before I saw it because I was saying if this is in the realm of like a John Wick or a, a Liam Neeson Taken then they missed the boat it should have been called Bacon <laughs> you know and the tagline should have been Give me back my pig because uh-huh. you can imagine if I say Nicolas Cage is in a movie where his truffle pig gets abducted and he goes looking for it you know in your head somewhere in that film he's going to say Give me back my pig <laughs> and, and he does but it's it now the film is so subversive about everything that you thought forget taken forget uh you know which is weird because it's it's got so much in common with that kind of thing where you have a man in uh solitude brought out of his existence his solitary lifestyle by the uh uh by the abduction of his uh pet that he loves and then he Maneuvers himself through the underbelly of a world that's right outside our window, but you pull it back so far enough that we don't recognize anything. Right. And there, under it, are incredibly interesting characters who deal with each other in very strange ways. And there is violence. Right now, that's John Wick. All right, screw you. It's but it's, it's it's also it's pig.
0: totally it's totally John Wick. <laughs> If you like get run down the bullet points, yeah, right? That's, right. but it's like
1: at at every major juncture, you go, well, mm. but what if we did this? What if we did this? So here's the thing: most of the time, when you when most people think of Nicolas Cage, they think of these wild flurry of of mannerisms and and vocal exaggerations and ticks and performance things. He could have done that at every single chance here, but instead. He made all the right choices. The director and the writer, like they made all the right choices in even just like subtle subversive moves where you're like, Okay, all right, I didn't know you were gonna go to this place to get this clue. But now I think the movie's gonna pick steam up. Oh, wait, you're not gonna keep doing this? No. Nope. Like when he when he goes in and puts his name on the board and yep. then, and then I'm like, Well, all right, now we're rolling up our sleeves, let's go. And then that scene's done, and I'm like, went no no rolling up the sleeves we're no. done you know and i'm watching this and i'm like okay i think i'm going to enjoy pig more the longer i think about it and i just saw it last night oh, so it's okay. it's it's both so immediately fresh in my mind but it's also hasn't set there yet i'm going to give i gave it an 8 and i gave it a really great 8 because instead of the film that it is you got to let it be the film that it is going to be. And it's really about loss and compassion and reconciliation. You know, it's all of these things at a really amazing clip that reminds me a bit not just cuz there's an animal in it, but it's got kind of first cow feels to it. Yeah. And I liked first cow very much, but it moves quicker. There are there are no 20-minute scenes of this guy just showering. That I hated right. in First Cow. And in this, there are several scenes of him just moping and walking, but I'm like, it's doing something here. Right. When I'm watching it, I thought, this would be a hell of a story, you know, if it was just on the page. And maybe I don't know enough about Pig yet to know whether it was adapted from something. I don't think it's original. Yeah. I think it's original. But I actually I actually don't think it would work. So much of what makes Pig absolutely effective is the gravity of Glances and the emotion that people are carrying when you look at them, look at each other, especially when he gets involved. When he when he's talking to the chef who he fired, yeah, which is single handedly maybe the best scene in the film. Yeah,
0: I told you before. That's like one. Of the, that's like one of the best it's, it's scenes I've so, seen. So it's time. so
1: precise and how surgically cutting and freeing it is to this one person at the same time, and yet we're still learning who Nick Cage is. And you watch him kind of breathe because he's both out of his element and back in his element. And you're watching, you're like, who the hell is this guy? And why is he doing what he's doing? And then just all these slow revelations about him come forward. It's, it's a film that I would have to know a bunch about, like what you just said. I got to know something about the person I'm suggesting Pig to but I got a list of people I know that are going to love pig. And I'm going to tell them to see it. Right. It, it was surprisingly fun, even though I knew many of the people that I, I check out and, and then I obviously know you loved it and I could see, I could see me getting up there. Um, it really is super fresh in my head though. So it's, it's almost like a weird time because the premises right. of our show was like instant reaction reviews. Like I strangely think the more I think about the duality of him and Amir and like just all the different things they're all representing, like how he, how the kid thinks that he's so sophisticated, like he's listening to these radio shows that are talking about how to deconstruct classical music. Right, right. And you're like, okay, the guy's posing. He's got the car. He's got the attitude. He knows the key words. Like you put him in front of someone who's like, kind of resembles a pig like there's all right. these different themes you drop him in front of nick cage and you realize you don't know shit you don't and know I shit, think, about shit and i think you're also so fun, all,
0: yeah you're just also it's kind of brilliant i think that that he's listening to that yeah right because yeah. like that has to be his gig right? right these are the people that he has to hang out with and talk with right so it's like he's listening almost to you know like a book on tape about how to how to know, mingle with these people yeah, or whatever. Right. Yeah, and, he's learning. And, I, and that is like such a cool
1: yeah.
0: part of it. And uh so we won't go forever on this movie, no. but I but I do want to say it was great. um so yeah, uh I really loved it, like I said before. Yeah. But the the two main things uh for this, it because it's not like I have absolutely no problems with this movie, because well, I, I do, because there's I, I do too. There are a couple of things. Uh, That I really wish were different, and yet you know they're not enough, right? It's not enough to to like drag me down. Um, But there are a couple things that I'm like, oh, you know, and especially like watching it again because I've watched it again, right? Yeah. And but the thing about it is, um, Nicholas Cage being completely perfect, right, in like every second of the movie, yeah, which is like insane, right, and. And the one especially, I'll tell you, the one that like blew me away, and I'm like, uh, no one else could be in this movie, and there may be like a few of them actually, yeah. But uh, the part, and I'm, you know, potentially kind of spoiling something, wow. uh, but you know, so just be warned that uh, this is kind of potentially spoiling whatever. But the scene where Nicolas Cage just suddenly goes. I don't need the pig. Yeah. That scene and him doing it, I'm like, you couldn't have anybody. Right. No one else could do that scene and right. make that work. Um, but the other thing about the movie is that uh, it actually earns the end. Yeah. And that is literally it's impossible hard. to do. It's hard. The, it's <laughs> the, really That hard. is an end that cannot be earned. Yeah. The, nothing you watch could could turn that into... Not just like our goofy, haha! This is the thing, yep. right? And yet, it totally does. Right. And when the movie ended, I was like, I mean, I almost had like goosebumps, like yeah. j- just to watch the end of the movie and think about the fact that it actually delivered that. Right? I was like,
1: yeah, man, come yeah. on. Anyway, so. It- that's that's one to definitely check out it's it's kicking around and if it isn't it'll it will be available more widely I think I I, I see this getting a not a ton of legs but I see that getting pushed a bit more and, and becoming a bit more widespread yeah you, you have to you have to track it down it's on Apple
0: I wouldn't be completely surprised if he got
1: nominated. I was just gonna say, look, it's it's kind of strange to imagine this. I in might a way, be a little surprised, but, but I wouldn't be completely. I surprised. wouldn't
0: be surprised if he got nominated for this because uh, I mean he's he's just crazy good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, fairly quickly, hopefully through these movies. Uh, so, Reminiscence first. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. Let's do. Right. Um, so we've got Hugh Jackman. Yep. And basically, what you got is uh, you've got a sci-fi premise. So that we can technically call the movie sci-fi, Right. where uh, he can uh, basically there's this machine you can hook people up to so that you can just like see their memories, yeah, and you can kind of force them to like relive their memories so that in this big weird screen thing you just watch their memories or whatever, um, and, uh, and and then you take that. And then you just take like uh, any random '40s film noir movie uh, with a private detective, and just like basically like slam them together. And yeah. <laughs> you know the, the woman client comes in, yeah. uh, and then she's not exactly telling you the whole story. And then she disappears, and then now we have to find her. Right. And and then uh, oh, it turns out that the universe revolves around her screwing you over, and you know, whatever. I mean, it's just like completely, uh, classic, like film noir type, uh, story. And, uh, that's what happens. And then, uh, except that you kind of go back and forth, uh, through this whole, uh, remembering things, reliving the past people jumping in the machine so that whatever. And then the next thing you know, you're watching something that you think is happening and then somebody like jumps up like, you know Keanu Reeves in the tank yeah, yeah, and then you're like oh that wasn't really happening right now we were just remembering it and uh so i mean that's that's the basic premise and it looks uh it's almost um it's not quite cool enough to do this but it's almost like when you when you had like dark city right where mm-hmm. you were uh, freakishly sci-fi yeah and yet you were like making everything look like when they filmed movies in like the thirties and forties and and stuff like that. And you somehow managed to be totally sci-fi and future and weird and the past at the same time. And it's almost like got that. It's a little bit more of a like sepia past (laughs) than, than like dark city. (laughs) But, but that's, you know, clearly kind of the effort, right? We're way in the future. And yet, Things look like you know Art Deco and you know whatever. We're in like old buildings right. so that we can have this old feel to everything, whatever. Um, and it's like the Earth has flooded. Uh, yeah. They're they're in like Miami and Miami is under like some good 12, 15 feet of water or something. So people live in like the tops of the buildings right. <laughs> and right. everything, and they boat around and everything. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so that's kind of like. We have this excuse for, you know, why we're in spending a lot of time in some older buildings or we're, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, So anyway, that's the general uh, idea of it. Um, And I'll tell you, this movie was uh, really like a heartbreak for me um, because Uh uh, because for like the first half hour, I was like, this is my movie. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm all in this. Yeah. And it was really cool and it gradually went like kind of downhill um like you know just to kind of quantify it somehow right <laughs> like for the first half hour i was like well this is like an 8 right. or you know at, at least like a strong 7 or something like this is cool and then it, it gradually like went downhill until i was like oh i guess it's only like a 5 mm-hmm. or, or whatever and then the last 20 minutes happened and i was like okay well now it's 3 <laughs> <laughs> because now I hate everything.
1: <laughs>
0: so my final rating on the movie, I think, is really like four. Right. It's like very averagey ultimately. ultimately. But because the ending is trash. Uh, the end of the movie is just yeah. absolute garbage. Yeah, The end of the movie, I swear to God, is like somebody pitched the first part of the movie mm-hmm. and did not expect... Uh, a result
1: <laughs> You didn't expect someone to be like yeah let's make that you're right like, well wait i only know the first part
0: so it's like somebody like oh, accidentally got into the wrong party <laughs> right and somebody said well what's your idea for a movie and they're like yeah. oh this happens and this happens and the next thing you know they're like on set with like 30 days to film a movie and hugh jackman is standing in front of them and they're like let's see the whole script right and they went oh this right. happens i mean the end is just like almost diabolically bad it's like i don't know i I was i was so pissed at the end uh it just kind of tanks everything that you watch before and makes everything like kind of silly and even uh, when we get like past a midway point and things are starting to go downhill they're kind of going downhill just because uh you're not holding me anymore. Yeah. Not because it's awful and stupid necessarily, or like really dumb things are happening or anything like that. It's just like, I mean, you're just, it's like petering out, right? It's just like, yeah, whatever. And then like the last 20 or 30 minutes, I was like, oh, so you heard me talking about how doing (laughs) stupid things. And and then like every next thing is just dumber and dumber. Um, with, uh, the slight exception of when she starts talking to him. See,
1: I was just going to say, I'm going to argue this in a second. Yeah. I'm going to tell you you're wrong in one big moment. Right. But- that's yeah moment.
0: that one because that's great right. when when that happens totally i right. was like oh come on yep. like you had this up yep. your sleeve and yet I, i'm glad it's funny because i was
1: ready to hop in and be like okay yeah. here's where you're wrong <laughs> right. there's about a 10 minute scene that elevates things maybe oh yeah. two stars because it was really good yeah long.
0: that that one is good yep. but ultimately uh i still can only <laughs> give the movie a four I feel good um, when I even, get... Even though it's really, really strong at the beginning. I've yeah. I wanted so bad to like this to movie keep for like film. a while. I was yeah. like, man, you're like loving old movies mm-hmm. at me and you're, you know, doing this whole thing. And Hugh Jackman was really good he in the really first good. part. He's really uh, good. Uh, and it, not like he was horrible later, but it's just that, you know, like the stuff he had he's to gotta do He's got to do what was, he's got to do. Right. right. Yeah. Um, but but I was like yeah. really digging him in the first part. Anyway, yeah. All
1: right, I get so I give it a four. I always like when I nail your rating without hearing your rating because I'm like <laughs> I knew it. And every you know every once in a while I get stumped. But okay, I'm a little I'm a little warmer than you on the number, but I feel exactly how you feel. You know, on the letter, I gave it a five, and for me five is it's average. It's yeah. just like one of these films that tries to do what this film is doing. It got some things right, it got a bunch of things wrong, and in the end, eh, I'll never watch it again, but if it's on right. and the scene I like is on, I right, might watch right. that scene and be done with it. Um, I agree, and it's funny what you started to say, because in a way, it feels like somebody decided to just match Dark City and and um, Minority Report, You know, and, and the themes are similar there, but there's a really interesting Dark City vibe there. I was happy you said it, because I'm like, I can't be the only one that's just picking up or that I love Dark City, because I know you like Dark City. It's just oh, yeah. ages ago. That's like that's like late 80s, yeah. 88, 89, which is a long time ago, but I'm watching it. I'm feeling this. There are times where in the first 30 minutes, absolutely in the first 20, but in the first 30, I'm just watching something so stylized and... It's refreshing because of how unique it feels. Like when he when he goes back to May's place and she she can feel his eyes on her. She just knows he's looking at her back through the dress. And then they start fooling around. And I'm like, okay, I get this is happening. But like they're breaking glasses. Right. (laughs) Like there's a close-up on this water that's falling over the edge of the sink. And I'm like I'm watching a music video. Right. This is a straight up music video. And the aesthetic of the cinematography Though we try not to get all haughty toddy on things like this. I'm loving everything I'm seeing. All these weird shadows, all these interesting colors. It's very neo neo noir. Like right. feeling. And I, I want, films like double indemnity chinatown like i love noir crime films so like you said when the when the vixen walks in and she's obscured in shadow and she's always wearing this dress and there's always something wrong the only thing that's missing here is the long cigarette holder right you know but there's so many things kicking off here that i that i had a blast with and it very slowly eroded underneath me i didn't think it happened all at once But after about 15 or 20 minutes near the middle of the film, when I'm like, what's been going on? I realized I'd been sliding for a lot longer than I was aware of. And it was hard to get me back until that friggin' scene where, and again, I actually think a lot of people will watch this because it's easy to see streaming. um, So I don't want to ruin it. But there is a scene where she's talking to him and it really shows like, guys, what the hell were you doing? That was so wonderful. and Right, that scene was like part him, of the original pitch. Right, right? They're like, like and then this happens. And then the reveal right? is here. And they're like, oh, okay. But, but watching his obsession with going through the reminiscence of things and then watching him put it together, and I'm like, Hugh Jackman's a badass actor. right? Like I get many people could be like, okay, now here's where you realize something from the past. It's a And you're like, oh, okay. And you'll have like that, oh, I got the light on moment. Right to hell with you that was awesome and it only made me annoyed because of how much i had had fun and like you again i thought it was going to be an eight or a nine and was was kind of blown away that i had thought i knew he was doing a film like this and i didn't know it was coming out soon until you had reminded me and i didn't know it was here and i thought this went under the radar yeah this is going to be one of those films it's not that it's only it's only middling for me uh the end I don't love, but I don't hate it as much as you, but I just didn't enjoy getting there after the first 40 minutes anymore. Yeah. And it's long. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, this is a long two hour film.
0: Yeah. it, It is a pretty long, uh, movie. And especially because, you know, there is this whole, uh, Clash that's like inherent in trying to do this, right? Where you're trying to make something now, and it's like, oh, if we're making a serious movie, then it has to be like two hours, it has to be two hours and 20 minutes, or whatever. And then what you're trying to do with it is make, uh, you know, film noir from the 40s. When movies were like lucky if they were ninety minutes <laughs> like long, they were right? Barely <laughs> eighty. Yeah. Right. I mean, get in and do it. It's like you got to just go, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what. And now you're trying to take that style and like theory of telling the story, and then go make it twice as long. how yeah. About and it's like, um, okay, right? Like you don't have anywhere to go. But it did. It just so irritated me. It's like I say this a lot, and and I feel like uh, no one is interested in me saying it, right? But it's almost like if this was worse it had been better right? right because what what made it worse for me was that there were these cool things That I was getting pissed that I couldn't get that all the time. Why can't I get this smart, cool stuff for the whole movie and then end up with like a great movie instead of just going, uh, I don't know, throwing shit off the rails and going goofy. Like in the beginning, you know, I like the idea, you know, the movie starts and and it just kind of goes, Hi, I'm Film Noir. And I'm like, Okay, I'm in. Like,
1: sure. Like, that's all you got
0: to do. And then we go on for like a while. And there's there's another scene where all of a sudden we realize we're not watching now. And then we get to now and it's like months and months later. And right. I was like, well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, look at you not having to drag me through a bunch of crap. Right. And you can just uh fast forward in a cool way. Yeah. And and now you get to go try and figure out the other stuff I was like man this is cool yeah right and then ah eh, but we're not gonna it's do funny. anything with it I'm like come
1: on I thought I because right you're showing you're showing all the narrative the talent the alakazam like you little misdirection you got all these things going for a really good who did it and then you just kind of stumble and fall you know but I because you notoriously rip on films that tell things out of order you right. know and when I saw when I when that happened I went I bet Mark like that, you know, because <laughs> right. I'm like I like that, and I'm I'm a sucker for these things. But that was done
0: well. That that was cool. So I don't actually mind telling things out you of order. You just hate the pulp fiction. I hate the beginning. I know. I, I, I know. hate when the movie starts yeah. with like five minutes, and then it goes. Three months earlier, yeah, I know. and then you see the whole movie. Yeah. Like, okay, look, it was interesting once, right. but just because
1: somebody did it once <laughs> doesn't mean that every
0: third movie has to be. It's always done like
1: that. It's always got a protagonist bleeding out of everything with <laughs> like fire around them, and they're leaning against a smoldering car and they're panting, they're looking around, and then suddenly it's like, how did this all go so bad? And yeah. Then and then three, six weeks earlier, right. and then you're like, oh, God. And you're like, all right, I know where we'll end. Yeah, so. anyway. anyway. Uh, all
0: right, so um, God, I, like, I really kind of want to recommend it, but I don't know, man.
1: I, like, it, it irritated I me. I feel like so. this is the problem with this kind of film. You would recommend it to your casual whomever. And you say, Yeah, you should check it out. This this starts off really good. You know, Eh, it's okay. And they're going to come back and be like, It was just okay. Yeah. And they're going to look at you for recommending it (laughs) as a whole instead of why you would have recommended the parts. Yeah. So you got a real limited window of who to push it to. All
0: right. Uh, So go see Reminiscence. Okay. Uh, Free guy. (laughs) Right. Uh, so, um, Ryan Reynolds and, uh, I think everybody knows the basic idea, right? Right. He's in a video game. He sort of, you know, starts on this track of becoming self-aware or whatever, um, realizing that he's in a video game and, uh, he meets this girl in the game who's an actual player. Right. And uh, she is, like, out to get the video game company. And we've all seen Taika Waititi at right. this point playing. the I mean, those are, like, the only clips I see anymore. It's uh, always the, the That's same. the only clips yeah. I see of this movie at this point are just all the clips of, of basically every second that he's in the movie. You can yeah. find, like, the clip uh, on YouTube at this point. But yeah. anyway, so then, you know, hilarity ensues. And it's... Um, you know, it's a very weird uh, kind of amalgam of a lot of ideas of being in a video game and all this stuff. Right. And it's uh, it, it's this video game called Free City, where basically, uh, you know, you're in this city and there's all these missions. It's like an MMO. Yeah. Uh, where you're wandering around this city and there's missions all over the place and go do this dumb mission. Yeah. Except that all the missions are like basically being an asshole. Like, right. Right. <laughs> like you're robbing banks and you're punching people in the face for no reason who are just like walking down the street yeah. or you're finding this lady's cat, which I guess doesn't make you an asshole. Right. But yeah, it's like. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but anyway, and you know, players are constantly uh, walking around this game blowing up the city and the whole thing <laughs> ryan reynolds is a bank teller and one of the missions is to rob this bank so you know like every 20 minutes somebody comes in and goes <laughs> put up your hands and they all lay on the floor yeah. and and then he goes home and you know whatever and then he wakes up in the morning and then you know the NPCs like have like a backstory going on right, right. but uh anyway um so that's like the basic premise and then it's like a fight against the Video game publisher, and, and uh, the, the two other people, the two other like main characters, are two people who invented this other game, which got bought by the company and you know, whatever. Hilarity yeah. ensues. Uh, and uh, I've already seen it twice, and so which it should basically, say something. all my kids have seen it right. at this point. And uh, if they're anything to go by, Right. Like, this is the best movie of the year. Right. They yeah. all loved it. Uh, two of them uh, say it's like the best movie they've ever seen. So, I mean, <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm not that far away from them, although there's a lot of stuff I didn't love about the movie. Um, but I ended up giving it uh, eight and a half. That's because what I, wrote down. I loved so much about this movie. And it's just, I mean, it just is like a good time. Yeah. And... There was there are things that I don't love about it but there wasn't anything that I was like ugh or you know there were, I didn't have any like serious drawbacks from the movie right There were ways in which I wished it might have been better and there were ways that I wished it might have been a different movie right. which I feel like is actually not fair right. 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 <laughs> Except that okay. I wanted a different movie right. um but you know if you're rating it on how well does it do what it's trying to do and uh, how legitimate is it for something to try and do that in the first place? Uh, Which is, you know, my shtick. I'm like, man, I don't know how much can I take off of this? Yeah. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun. It wasn't really doing anything that was trying to call me stupid. Exactly. It loses a lot of points um, because computers are wizardry in this movie and uh, things are magic and make no sense. Uh And, uh, and I, at some point, I just have to take off for that, even right. if it's like suspending disbelief and stuff. But uh, there's there's too much. It like goes too far in the actual narrative of what's supposed to be happening. Uh, where you know, uh, people in this game have to move in physical space for right. reasons that make no sense. Uh, you have to destroy servers with an axe which makes no sense. Right. Everything that happens involving computers is really not at all different from <laughs> Gandalf waving his hands right. and going, this is what makes it happen. Right. And then what are you going to do? Say that's not what and makes yeah, it happen?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> like, Like they just don't even try at all. Right. Uh, to have anything real happen with computers because you don't understand computers. They're right. just witchcraft to you. Right. And so, so I say yeah. it works like this, yeah. and that moves the story along. And if he has to walk across a bridge in the game, right. you know, whatever, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we can't turn the servers off. We have to destroy him with an axe, right. and not only do we have to destroy him with an axe, we have to destroy different ones right. for reasons that right. make no sense. Yeah. There's just so much going on uh, that at some point I'm like, okay, look, I understand yeah. that this is your fantasy realm, right? But <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, so um, yeah, I give it eight and a half. It's funny. I agree with you. It never. It's never really. It, it, it never. Ever is really calling you stupid, but it does embrace the fact that you are stupid about what it's telling you. Like, like you just right, said about how about computers, all computers work. work. Yeah, yeah. And after the film, we had you know we talked a little bit, and I know your son really thought that was the funniest part of the film, just because of the magic of what, because <laughs> he knows computers. Right. So I wavered a bit. <clears throat> Excuse me i I was I was thinking, is this an eight? Is it a seven and a half? And it's funny for me. Is it a two? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny for me when I get to that point because I'm close to it, but I want to get it right and I want to get what I feel right about it. And then I stop and I have a separate conversation with myself. I'm like, well, what makes one go higher or lower in this moment? You know, I'm doing this thing. I'm going to settle on seven and a half. I think if I see it a second time like you, I could imagine that going up because the first, one of the first things you said, I totally agree with. It's just fun. It's just fun, man. It's you sit there and I mean, I know I'm comparing, you know, I was bringing up Minority Report and Dark City to The Reminiscence. This was an easy one for me. You know, this this has a big feeling of all kinds of films that felt like it influenced it, but it wasn't derivative of them. And it really was for anybody who When they first started playing like Grand Theft Auto 3 and you could just walk around, you could rip people out of their cars, you could drive into things, you could do good things. You know, you could be a taxi driver or you could just punch people and get the SWAT team after you. You know, watching these things happen in this game and then watching the subtle satirical insight into what makes people awful when they play games is awesome. Right, right. Then the movie starts making me think of, you know, what the best of these kind of genres are, which is Wreck-It Ralph. You know, when you start talking about characters in games becoming sentient and then a commentary on the things that happen when people play them, that's that's where I go to. Hands down, my favorite film still where you have to put on a pair of magic glasses to see the world in front of you is They Live. Okay. Yeah. But this has a lot of, it just makes perfect I don't know if that ever influenced a thing, but it makes perfect sense that you put on some glasses or goggles and you now suddenly see everything. And when Guy does that and the world changes, it's awesome. Yeah, The visuals are amazing. I felt like it did try to crib a bit on Ready Player One, but Ready Player One wasn't inherently original, except that it's in the contemporary video game universe of things. But... It very much feels for the first 40 minutes, at least the first 30 minutes, if I'm remembering it right, maybe the first 40, like the Lego movie. So if you take the Lego film and you combine it with Ready Player One, you throw a little they live in and you try to have the sensibility of like a Wreck-It Ralph, which for me is very thoughtful as a film, you're going to have a good time. It gets away from all the things that are best about itself as the film keeps going and there's a lot of... I don't mean side missions in the literal sense, but there's a lot of distractions that keep the film from doing what it should have been doing all along to keep it as focused as it needed to be. But I was still having a lot of fun with it. I took off at least a star and a half for Taika Waititi. I'm so sick of him doing Taika Waititi. (laughs) Yeah. And the worst thing about the movie is Taika Waititi because he's not playing Antoine. Not for more than... 10 or 11 seconds then he's playing taika waititi playing whoever he wants because he's flamboyantly overacting and his weird accent and his his just funny like interrupt but i'm over it it sucks and it distracted from the rest of the film when in fact if there was another boss to beat later that would have been more interesting even though that wasn't that interesting by the time I disengaged a bit from the film and I was starting to go towards maybe an eight and then starting to go towards seven, it had all these little peppery things that were fun. I'm not going to ruin them because they are great moments. But like you said, in this video game world, everything's magic. So if you want to do kind of a ready player one thing and tap into pop culture for like some big hurrah moment, you get it. Right. And, and it, I won't say it earns it, but it definitely revels in it. And I did too. I loved every single one of them that they did it. Yeah. But then I got tired and I'm like, you guys, you, you had so much stuff to play with in your sandbox and you're not actually taking advantage of it. Now you're just going for the low hanging fruit and okay, because it's still fun. But now you are, I won't say you're disappointing, but it is a little disappointing it didn't stay as strong as it was. Yeah. So, still, hell of a fun film and absolutely tell people to go see it on as big a screen as you can have a blast because it's so much fun watching ryan reynolds do the ryan reynolds thing that i think people get tired of ryan reynolds doing but still he's so good at it and so personable and he can carry this like with his with with a guy named buddy his bank teller uh security guard when people come in and they start shooting up the roof and they just keep having their conversation they're laying down they're talking to each other not a care in the world and you're like what's going on and then you get the Groundhog Day revelation of the whole thing, which is, I'll see you in another 20 minutes. You know, oh, right. that stuff's great. There's all kinds of stuff about friendship and growing up and moving on and finding love and doing things. But it just, it's not as solid as it and was it, in the and beginning. And
0: it's got, um, I think, as far as him, like, I think he's hes really good in this movie, right? Yeah. Ryan um, Reynolds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really good in this movie. Uh, and I think that it's, it, it's almost a little weird in some parts, like, how good he is. Yeah. And I think that this is one of those things where, you know, it's Ryan Reynolds and everyone goes, oh, Ryan Reynolds, whatever. Right. But I think it's deceptive, actually, how hard this is to yeah. do a lot of it because a lot of the parts in this movie, you know, like where he's acting clueless. Right. But also he's acting clueless, you know, definitely as the character that he is. Right. Right. Yeah. And just, like, sells it and pulls it off, like, so well. Like, the littlest things, Sorry right? About that. Yeah. The, the littlest moments where he doesn't understand what you're talking about or whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, those are so good yeah. and, and carry you through a lot of the movie. I agree that, uh, you know, the villain in this movie yeah. is too nonsensically villain. Yeah. For everything else that is happening in the movie, even. Yeah. Like he is like a villain from a different game right. Right. or something like that. Right. And even to the extent that it's like, you know, he has to do this to keep himself from being ruined because, you know, whatever. And uh, and so it's like, you know, we know his motivation, right, right. is well, I gotta do what I gotta do because otherwise, like I'm completely done for, right?
1: Yeah.
0: But then like the thing that he's doing being motivated by that would like equally ruin him. Right. And you're like, okay, now you're just not like thinking through what you're, uh, (laughs) what you're telling me. Right. Cause he's like, at, at a certain point, he's like, okay, we'll do this. And, and like all the people who work for him are like, well, wait a minute. And then, you know, like five minutes later, he's like, we'll do this even worse thing or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, uh, you know, kick out every player of the game who are obviously paying money. Right. Like yeah. that's the only thing you have to lose yeah. is all the money involved or whatever. And yet in order to save that, you're you know, from this other, it's like, what? right And at some point it's just like, I don't know what's like the most villainy thing to do. Right. And there are parts in it where, and, and that is definitely one of them, right? There are parts in it where uh, I really start going, you know, There's a lot of obviously really great stuff and it's fun and everything like that. But also there are too many people involved in writing this movie who don't play video games. Right.
1: And it and it shows. (laughs) And
0: don't know anything about computers or whatever, right? (laughs) Right. But it's like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's like you're playing like some big open world, you know, like elder scrolls thing or you know whatever the hell uh game where there's a million real people in the game at the same time or something and then like the guy in charge of it goes well just kick everybody out and ban them forever Uh well wait a minute now what's our business now (laughs) (laughs) it's like ah come on and it is there's a lot you know the further you get towards the end where it's like he's just twirling his mustache and having fun and clearly filmed this whole thing with uh virtually no script and in like a day and there's parts of that i think um like i'm way more lenient towards him than you are yeah uh in this there are parts of it where i think that's great there are there are parts of what he does that i that i think okay like you know that's actually Mm kind of cool but then there are parts of it where he's like I don't know. What's the worst thing I can do. It's almost like they let him (laughs) say stuff and then they went shit. Now that's the movie we have to make. Right. right, Like it's uh, he he's like off the rails on what he's like saying and then they go, I guess that's where the movie has to go now or, you know, something. There are parts of it where he's just, uh, you know, needed to be like reined in, but there are parts of it where, uh, you know, he's fun just like the rest of the movie. Um, you know, the part where he, like, sits down, I thought was awesome. The, the part where he's, like, going to log, and then all of a sudden he goes, all right, wait, and yeah. he, like, sits down in the middle of the floor, and he's like, okay, and he's, like, you know, cups his hands yeah. or whatever. I'm like, oh, now, see, that's cool. But then he comes back, and he's like, I'm going to get the axe and smash the servers. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know, uh, but I feel like the movie just actually had um, – You know, the end came very late, right? They were like, okay, what is the end? And they were like sitting there for a long time going, exactly how does the end work? Oh, well, you have to build a bridge. And then this has to happen. And then we get all the NPCs together to go on strike and uh, whatever. And and there's a lot of it that it's like, I mean, wait, how does that make any difference? Or, (laughs) you know, like when they're trying to boot people, right? And they're like, oh, we can't boot her because, I don't know, she's good, man. Right. Well, just boot everyone, and then she'll be booted because right. you booted everyone, right? And But the guy's like, ah, well, I'm trying to boot her. And how are you failing at that? Right. Like, right. <laughs> <it's, Right>. And <laughs> and like we have to try and kill them in the game by crushing the buildings together, but it's like hard, so right. they move slow. Yeah. Wait, what? Don't,
1: <laughs> but, don't question. I don't know. I, I think
0: a lot of that ending stuff... Uh, you know, came, came very late in the game and they were like, okay, look, fine, we have to finish this. And, I,
1: you know, I think it would have been a better film. Well, it would have been better for a few different things. But, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with much. I still disagree. I, the most amount of Taika Waititi I can take is Jojo Rabbit. He was in that maybe just a hair more than he needed to be. But that was the right amount. With him as a character, as an actor, as, right. as a person in the film, less is more. Like, really, he he impacts better the longer he's in there. It's just all about the scenes he can steal, all about look at me, you know. And I'm sorry, it really is. You could say that's Antoine's character, and I get it, but it doesn't have to be that look at me, right? You know, so well, anyway, but still, blast, have have fun. Uh, yeah,
0: it's uh, crazy fun, and uh, I mean, I'm gonna see it again too. I'll probably see it again, uh, it's you know. uh, it's just so it's just much, fun. much fun. I'm going to be forced to watch it again. Right, I can I can tell you right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, uh, all right. Anyway, uh, next week uh, it'll be uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, definitely, uh, and probably some other things. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Go Mark. see all those movies. Yeah. Uh, rewind see this. Rewind this back to the beginning and yeah. write down a bunch of TV shows right. and check those out too and uh you know let us hear from you go to ruscreening.com, check out the uh ability to contact us yeah and uh let us know your thoughts about anything love it and thanks for tuning in all right bye bye hey listeners on behalf of myself and shane leonard we want to thank you for tuning in once again the are screening podcast is brought to you by are and a lot of wonderful people who help us out Surf over to ruscreening.podbean.com or ruscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.